talaq 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 as dramatic and filmy as it may sound when we hear it the pronouncement of these words has ruined the lives of thousands of muslim women in india imagine the trauma and mental insecurity lingering in the minds of those women who live in constant fear that years of their marital alliance can come to an end just by the utterance of these three words in india muslim personal law shariat application act of 1937 was enacted to declare shariat to be muslim personal law shariat is the compendium of rules guiding the life of a muslim from birth to death in all aspects of law ethics and etiquettes now let's take an objective understanding of the concept of talaq in islamic law it is an expression that alludes to the repudiation of marriage at the instance of muslim men it is of three types talaq e ehsan talaq e hasan both of which are approved by the quran and hadith which are the primary and secondary source of muslim law and the third type is talaq e biddat which is neither recognized in quran nor the hadith the controversy that arose for consideration before the supreme court in this case was regarding talaq e biddat talaq e biddat is the most disapproved form of divorce in which the man has the power to end a marriage irrevocably by simply uttering the word talaq three times in one sitting without any state intervention it is not only highly condemned but has even been declared sinful men have been exploiting women and misusing this form of talaq for decades it is an aberration from what is prescribed under the shariat and this sudden oral and out of court divorce is manifestly arbitrary according to a study out of a sample of 4710 women 525 were found to have been divorced the various forms of dissolving the marriage by the use of triple talaq was that out of 525 women 346 women were divorced orally 40 women were sent a letter of divorce by their husbands 18 women were divorced on phone one even via whatsapp three women through email and 117 women through other methods and in the same study 92% of respondents called for a legal ban on the practice of oral unilateral triple talaq In a survey conducted by Bharatiya Muslim Mahila Andolan it was found that 95% of divorced women received zero maintenance from their husbands In March 2017 a lady by the name of Shagufta Shah made headlines when she wrote a letter seeking help from Prime Minister Narendra Modi and why because her husband pronounced triple talaq verbally and left her on the road to die out of all divorced women a survey shows 
that around 65.9% of women were divorced through triple talaq orally. This case of triple talaq was truly the outcome of the Muslims women movement of gender justice and the dignity which they struggled to achieve for many decades. Indian courts have been dealing with this issue for a long time and there have been many cases before this, most notable of which is the Supreme Court's decision in the case of Shamim Ara versus State of UP. It was decided by the Supreme Court on 1st of October 2002, which said that triple talaq is not a part of shariat. It held that the correct law of talaq as ordained by the Holy Quran is that talaq must be for a reasonable cause and must be preceded by attempts at reconciliation between husband and wife. While Supreme Court was seized of the matter, a case pertaining to triple talaq came before the Allahabad High Court in 2016 in the case of Srimati Hina and another versus State of UP. And even in this case, the judge held that triple talaq in a single sitting is cruel, unconstitutional and amounts to a violation of victims' rights. It further held that triple talaq violates the rights of Muslim women and that no personal law board can be above the constitution of India. Now let's understand the history of this case before the Supreme Court. The case on triple talaq basically originated on 16th of October 2015 when Supreme Court registered a suomoto PIL a public interest litigation to examine whether the practices of instant triple talaq, polygamy and nikah halala was in violation of a woman's dignity. The bench asked the Chief Justice, the then Chief Justice of India, to set up an appropriate bench to examine gender discrimination faced by Muslim women in cases of divorce. Now, why did the case of Shara Banu gather so much of attention? The differentiator in this case was that it was the first time in the history of Indian courts that a Muslim woman was challenging her talaq on the grounds of her fundamental rights being violated. Let's indulge in the background of the case of Shara Banu. A 35-year-old Muslim woman married for 15 years and one day, her marriage was dissolved unilaterally by a talaq nama, which was dispatched to her by the husband while she was at her parents' home. Now she resolved to challenge the instant talaq given to her by her husband and decided to move the Supreme Court of India. As soon as Shaira Banu's petition was filed, four other women came forward to challenge the divorce followed by two women's organizations who filed similar writs in the Supreme Court. In 2017, the Supreme Court tagged Shaira Banu versus Union of India and others and the Suomoto case which it had to disturb in 2015 along with five other matters 
and set up a constitutional bench to decide whether triple talaq was constitutionally valid. As a result of which, a five-judge bench was comprised consisting of five multi-faith judges, a Sikh, a Hindu, a Zoroastrian, a Christian and a Muslim. At the outset, court had made it clear that they will not go into the question of polygamy. The fundamental questions or issues that were framed to be decided were as follows. Firstly, whether the instant triple talaq or talaq-e-biddat and nikai halala are essential religious practices or not. Secondly, whether these practices violate the fundamental rights of the constitution. And lastly, whether triple talaq has any legal sanctity. The petitioners argued that the practice of triple talaq violates Muslim women's right to equality amongst other constitutional freedoms. They argued that it is not the form that finds its place in the Muslim Personal Law Sharid Application Act of 1937 and this practice had already been violated in majority Muslim countries such as Pakistan, Bangladesh, Egypt, Tunisia, etc. And India was the only country where the un-Quranic practices existed. Well, the petition was vehemently opposed by the respondent as they saw this as an interference in personal laws and a step in violation of the Sharif Act 1937. All India Muslim Personal Law Board, which was one of the lead respondents, countered and argued that the government has no right to interfere in the personal and religious domain of Muslims, which are the issues out of the realm of the judiciary. However, it must be noted that respondents had a hard time in satisfying the judges when they were posed with this question. Can something that is found to be sinful in the eyes of Almighty be validated by men through law. After a six days marathon hearing, the Supreme Court on 21st of August 2017 pronounced its historic judgment and held the practice of triple talaq as unconstitutional and struck it down by a three by two majority. The Supreme Court held that triple talaq violates the fundamental rights of Muslim women as it irrevocably ends the marriage and is against the basic tenets of the Quran. What is interesting to note is that three different lines of opinion came from the five judges bench. Chief Justice of India, the then Chief Justice of India, Justice Kher and Justice Abdul Nazir they held instant triple talaq to be constitutional. This was a minority view. Justice Rohinton Fali Nariman and Justice Yu Lalit held instant triple talaq to be unconstitutional. And Justice Kurian Joseph held instant triple talaq to be illegal. The majority judges, Justice Rohinton Fali Nariman and Justice Uday Lalit, delivered their view together 
and Justice Kurian Joseph took an entirely different approach but landed with the same decision as theirs. Hence the ratio of 3 by 2. Now we will talk about the impact of the Shairavano judgment in India. The legal impact of the judgment was path-breaking. Supreme Court took a humanitarian approach towards it with a clear outlining of the sociology of Islam. It significantly strengthened the gender justice jurisprudence of the court. The socio-economic setup has been such that the majority of the Muslim women who face faced this, this ordeal were financially dependent on their spouse and were prone to abuse and constant fear of the whimsical divorce. This judgment was a classic example of judicial activism. After the Supreme Court held Triple Talaq to be illegal and unconstitutional in 2017, the Parliament enacted the Triple Talaq Act on 1st August 2019. The Act declared talaq e bidat or the instant Triple Talaq as void and illegal and also criminalized the practice of Triple Talaq as an offence punishable with imprisonment for a term up to three years and a fine. As a result of which, the Ministry of Minority Affairs declared 1st of August as Muslim Women Rights Day to be observed across the nation to celebrate the enactment of the Triple Talaq Act. Well, Indian Muslim women have become even more vocal about their rights and have called out all the misogynist practices. The case of Shara Banu is a classic example to demonstrate the power of legal reforms that enabled an ordinary Muslim woman to bring social reform and be the force to end the sinful legacy of triple talaq for 90 million Muslim women in India.